So we left off last chapter where Johnny placed the last crystal into the crown of yokai. The element priest telling him there's one more piece to the puzzle, the dragon crystal which rests in the crown of the emperor. Also, Borden, Gill, and Fran were chained to a pole and left for dead. But they escaping, along with Miyamoto and Hanzo, heading back to that plain of Kanashi, where all the samurai warriors had filled one side and the Akuma on the other side. And Johnny ascended into the stairwell that led up into the clouds and into the throne room of Emperor Akuno. And now, chapter begins. The cold wind howls through the towering windows of the throne room. Johnny, determined and weary, stands at the entrance eyeing the evil emperor while he sits on his throne. The emperor has a scar that casts a sinister shadow over his face, running from his cheekbone across the bridge of his nose and ending at the bottom left corner of his eye. Thunder rumbles in the distance as the clouds outside of the tower swirl. Johnny senses the weight of the impending confrontation and he clutches the hilt of his sword tightly. And the Emperor, with a cruel grin, gestures for Johnny to approach. Lightning flashes briefly illuminating the room and revealing the twisted architecture of the throne room. The air is thick with tension. And as the darkness deepens, Johnny steals himself for the battle that is about to unfold high above the clouds. <sighs> Most thou, hast thou found me, O oh mine enemy? I have found thee. So close was he to taking the dragon crystal from my crown. But close just doesn't cut it. Who? You know who. The one in the journal that you've been reading. I respected him. He was a good fighter once. <sighs> once. So, I felt within my body my immortality has been extinguished. Good job. You pieced together that which I've shattered. Yes, and as your sword has shattered the crown of Yokai, my sword shall shatter your crown, Akuno. Ah, hasty are you. Akuno stands up. Johnny readies himself. But Akuno was not ready for the battle just yet. He turns himself and walks to the edge, overlooking his kingdom. Johnny follows him with his eyes. Hmm. 
Things were not always this way. This was not my intent. What was not your intent? Akuno takes off the crown that is on his head, turns it around and looks at that gold dragon crystal embedded in the center. I was the rider of Yokai a long time ago. Together, we kept balance to this nation. But as long as Yokai remained in the air, I was always second best. You still are. Akuno just looks up at Johnny. Looks back down at the crystal. But mine intentions was not hidden from the winged prince. He found a child amongst the orphans, and he put his strength within him. My right-hand man, along with all the Akuma, searched everywhere for him. And glancing over at Johnny, for you. The legend says, What does the legend say? Uh, legends. Legends are just simply that. Legends, Musta. What does the legend say, and why do you keep calling me Musta? <laughs> According to legend, Yokai. Yokai knew I would become powerful one day. Therefore, he gave the boy his strength. In doing that, it made him like every other beast. I shattered his crown and turned him to stone. I scattered the element crystal because I knew that one day, Sir Yurik would return. And he did return. I have to admit, he did give me a little scare. He came into my camp swiftly and slew my right-hand man with such ease that I was certain that the strength of Yokai had been manifested within him. It wasn't long before we met. He found me there. Akuno had pointed into the courtyard. Right there the heart of the stone circle. He wasted no time in getting right to business, much like yourself. At some point in the fight, the tongue of his sword licked my face, nearly caught hold of the dragon crystal in my crown. From that day forward, I stopped wearing it, but for this occasion, I put it on for you. The men he was with, <laughs> they were brave. I give them that, but not immortal. The blood pulled in my eyes, but not before I could mortally wound him. My men quickly descended upon him and some other knight. 
I don't know who it was. Some other man there, but shortly thereafter, a bright light blinded us all. For a half an hour, I stood there in darkness. For half an hour. And when our sight returned, Sir Ulrich was gone. Ah. But his men, on the other hand, <laughs> they were not so fortunate. Akuno walks over and sits back down onto his throne, looking at the side of Johnny. He sees the journal tucked away. Go ahead. Go, read the twelfth entry. Read it for yourself. You'll see. You'll see. And Johnny reaches for that journal of Sir Ulrich, letting go of the hilt of his sword for just a moment. grabs the journal and opens it up to the twelfth entry. And there, Johnny begins to read. Entry number twelve. The following morning, we picked up quickly. Yuko led the way through the city with a sense of urgency as we sought the Emperor. All eyes were on us, for it was evident that no one here looked like us. Eventually, we were led to a place in the courtyard wherein large stones created a perfect circle. Yuko stayed hidden for safety. It was here that we confronted the Emperor. His presence cast a shadow over the entire kingdom. Embedded in his crown was a mesmerizing gold crystal. Its brilliance captivated all who gazed upon it. He had to his right a samurai, very fierce, whose body smoked. We stood behind our shields with swords ready, and with a gesture from the emperor, his right-hand man advanced towards us. And I've got to say, I've never seen a man unsheath his sword as fast as he did. His precision with the sword was unmatched. He made a quick end of Sir Arthur, but just as quick was Sir Fendrell. The samurai's head nearly rolled away when this right-hand man fell to the earth. Our attention then turned towards the emperor we must make this quick, for we can feel the ground rumble from the feet of a thousand Akuma warriors. We descended upon the Emperor like rain. We were not fighting a human. We were fighting a beast, for his strength was painfully above ours. He struck the shield of Sir Charles so hard that it shattered his arm. Sir Charles fell by the sword. Sir Clarence fell by the sword. His brother, Sir Francis, fell by the sword. 
Sir Fendrell and I pushed hard at the Emperor. I managed to run my blade across his face in an attempt to dislodge the crystal. Just then, a burning pain I felt in my side, and I knew that Akuno's blade has found me. I fell onto my back. The sky never looked so blue. I can hear the Akuma closing in all around me. And stepping over my body was Sir Fendrell turning in every direction with his sword to protect me. His body became a pincushion. He took arrow after arrow. But he did get him a few as well. Sir Fendrell fell by the sword. He collapsed onto my body and whispered these final words into my ear. I would have died happy having never seen a boat. Just seconds later, bright light shone all around us. The noise quieted and I felt hands grab me and pick me up. The next thing I knew, I was slouched over the back of a horse and Yuko was at the reins, her yellow dress blowing in the wind. May the great king above grant us mercy and safe travel. End of entry number 12. Johnny closes the journal of Sir Ulrich. A sense of mourning touches deep down into his soul, for he felt a close connection to the knights just as Sir Ulrich did, as if he himself was one of their brethren. What a shame for a knight to travel all this way only to misery fail. and a note slid out of the journal into Johnny's hand. Johnny secretly opening it at his waist level. And it's the writing from Sir Ulrich. And the note reads, My blade ran across the eye, the left eye of Akuno. A mortal wound would be possible if taken from his blind spot, for he would not see it coming. And Johnny feels within himself that the travel, the journey, and the battle was not in vain. For one man plants and another waters. It's not in vain. Sorry, what was that? And Akuno, stepping off of that throne, walks towards Johnny. But Johnny puts out his gauntlet and holds him there using the magnetic force from his gauntlet. A powerful man you've become. Together, you and I, 
can put this land back together again, just like you did the crown of Yokai. What say you? I will never stand beside you, Akuno. I thought you would say that. And Akuno turns his back and walks away, Johnny releasing him. And there is a torch that is not lit, but fastened tightly into the ground on the walkway that leads up to his throne. Akuno takes hold of it tightly. Johnny remaining vigilant, unaware of the impending danger. Musta means master. Master is one that rides on the backs of dragons. If you will not stand beside me, and he pulling that staff out of the ground, Johnny unaware of this, then you must do what a master does and fly. Before Johnny could react, the Emperor swiftly turns, unleashing a powerful strike. The spear connects with a force that sends Johnny hurling backwards. The wind roars around him as he tumbles through the darkened sky off the tower from above, and the tower above disappears in the clouds. And in the midst of the freefall, Johnny reacts with lightning reflexes, reaching up and activating a concealed mechanism in his gauntlet, a harpoon that shoots out and with precision it lodges into the side of the tower. The rope quickly unrevealing, provided a lifeline that halts Johnny's descent. Hanging perilously against the towering structure, Johnny breathes a sigh of relief. The winds tug at him, but the harpoon holds firm. As he dangles in the darkness, he takes a moment regather his strength. <sighs> Knowing that the confrontation with the Emperor is far from over, the tower is shrouded in shadows. <sighs> the tower becomes both a sanctuary and a battleground as Johnny prepares to ascend once more. And meanwhile, on the field of Kanashi. In the command tent, lanterns cast an amber glow over a map spread across a wooden table. Samurai warriors, adorned with house crest, stand in disciplined formation. The general, Dinku, clad in armor, studies the map with seasoned focus while a tactician scribbles notes beside him. The air is tense, and the distant sound of war drums pierce the sky. All the samurai await orders, their gleaming katana blades is a silent testament to their readiness for the impending clash. And beside Dinku inside the tent, prominent war leaders, along with the rangers, friend, Miyamoto and Hanzo, and Armor, lean over that map. Oh, there's quite a lot of oh, map here. All right, listen up, everybody. All right. Okay. All right, listen. So, when studying this map, I see 
what, twelve or so catapult up on that hill. At least. That is correct, sir. Yes, yes, sir. So, none of us are going anywhere as long as those catapults remain in their position. If we get close, they'll smash us like bugs. Coffee? Anybody want coffee? So, what are you suggesting we do? Take some coffee. Uh, Any ideas? Yes. Coffee? Well, first... Not now. Uh... Miyamoto and Hanzo, you be down here with us and amongst the ranks. Mm-hmm. Perhaps maybe you'll be in charge? I don't know. I don't know your specialty either, uh, King Armor. Down here, just call me Armor. Uh, right. That's good. Uh, what will you be doing? Which I don't know what you do, I don't even know you. Um, I'll be with the Rangers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All He'll right. be with us. All right. Okay, be with them. Now... Um, there is another thing. Mm. Uh, I had an idea. Those, those catapults, we can take yes. them down by using that uh, contraption. Who's that tall, skinny, gangly fellow with the Adam's apple? The, uh, the one that has a squeaky voice. Oh, oh uh, a villain. Uh, yes, and a small, chubby friend. Oh, Max. Yes, Max. Yes, uh, where, where, where are they at? As he looks around the room. Where are they? It should be run. Hold on, hold on. Brent, Brent, can you go get him? He's he's not far. He's somewhere out out there. I I heard him just a minute ago. Go get him real quick, Brent. Quickly, quickly. Yes, sir. Quickly. Brent opening up the tent. Look for a fishing hole or something. (laughs) And searches around the camp for Max and Avillian. And with Max and Avillian. (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, and so he was all the way up there, and, and, and it was slippery, <laughs> and, and, and he fell. No, oh, he yes, down, oh, all the way down. Oh, boom, 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 boom. Hey, he <laughs> No, 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 he lived because he hit his chin and all the rungs, and that slowed him down. Oh, how are on the chin? He didn't hit all the rungs. All the rungs and oh, yeah, you did. He was a boom. Boom, oh, and boom, and boom, and boom, boom, all the way down. Look at his chin. Look at his chin. It looks, it looks like it hurts. He exaggerates a lot. Like, I did not hit him. I hit maybe one. Until I can, I can oh. see. Okay, I'll give you five. five. I probably hit five. Five is still not good. Bam, 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 and that's about it. And I, that's I climbed all these different bags. You know I climbed really down. Hey. Uh, oh, he hey, Bren! He they're, they're wanting you inside the, the command tent. It's urgent. Oh, uh, <laughs> come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, that's too bad. He had a good oh. And back inside the command tent. I didn't hear everyone. Maybe, okay, seven, oh, ten, ten maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and everyone in there is very stoic. And they all turn their head towards Max and Affilian. Uh, hi. Dinku. Hey, hey, Dinku. <laughs> How you doing? T- oh, why am I here? Turn it down a little, a little bit down. I uh, know you have that, con- that contraption thing with the, the, the flying bird. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the bone copter. Yeah. Yes. You have your men trained up. I, I remember I gave you uh, several men. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're all trained uh-huh. up. They know exactly what they're doing. Ready to go. And I, I'm also going to be on the top. I'm, I'm going to be gearing one of those things that shoot the arrows. <laughs> that's it. That's right. it. One of those things. Those things. Go get yeah. a friend. He's going to be on the top. Yeah. Look, we need men here. Look, see, look at the map. Look at the map. Here's war drums. Right there. I hear them. We need men in the boat copter on the north 
Mm. East, right here. Oh. See it? Right there. Yeah. Ah. I drop them in there and take this. Ooh, what is that? This is a red flare. You break it open and red smoke comes out. Ah. That's when I know. That's when you're gonna know. Right. That the team is ready for pickup. Uh, okay, but hang on. I'm yeah. gonna drop people off right there. Uh-huh. Right. And then they're gonna go and clear all the, the, the catapults and destroy them. Too easy. Way easy. Uh-huh. Way easy. Right. Too easy. Uh-huh. How many men? Uh, Fifteen. Perfect. Uh, that's too okay. many. Okay. Too, too I'm many. not going to be down there, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> too many. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I can yeah. do that. Even better. I'll be with them. Uh, King, I mean, Armor? You'll be with them? I'll lead the way. Excellent. Yeah, he'll, he'll lead the way. All right. Yeah. That works better. Oh, very good. He'll lead the way. Now we've got to hurry up now, quickly. We cannot wait for the sun to go down. All right. Load him up. Go, go. You, while you load him up, I'll get men down here all ready for whatever we have to do. You just do what you do. Drop them off. They'll Frank. clear it. You see red flag. You go pick them up. All right, Frank, go ahead. Sounds like a plan. All right, come on, man. I won't let you down. Let's clear out. Let's clear out. No. High five after all this. Okay. And inside the boat copter, the rangers clad in weathered armor and samurai warriors with katanas strapped to their sides awaited their orders. On top of the boat copter was Max and Ophelian's team of expert sharpshooters trained on the crossbows that are mounted to the seats. And inside, Max addressed the group. Uh, uh, Alright everyone, this is it team. We're counting on each other. Listen, listen. So harness up and prep for descent. And we're about to take off off the ground though, so kind of hold on. Get a little bit of, you know, kind of, oh, if you're not used to this kind of stuff. It can, it can. Oh, really? I'm definitely not used to this kind of stuff. Not at all. Are we going to go high? Oh, yeah, we're going to go real high. Are we? And, and the cloud level's not too far up, so, yeah, good thing we got some sunlight. It's still like it's going to rain. Hope you're ready for rain. Oh, oh, samurai, always ready for rain. Oh, good. Okay. All right, Ophelian, go on, take it up. Let's do our checks. Okay, let's get ready. Uh, uh, moving the pedals. Uh, everything's lubed up. Grab that rope. Gears are good. Check over here. Make sure the ends are tied tight, tightly. Rotor one. Oh, those ends are tight. Check. Rotor two. Uh, check. Right, hold on to the stuff. Everything's check over here and over here. Everything's check. And the door. Oh, shut the door. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. Bring okay. Your door is check. Bring your check water. Check the door. Right. Okay. Go ahead. This is Ophelian. And lifting off. Oh. Hold on. Oh. Hold on, everyone. Oh. Hold on. Oh. 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 Good lift off. Clearing the trees over here Lots and over here. All right, friend. You're gonna be yeah, on top. Get, get some altitude though. <laughs> We don't want to be seen by the catapult people. You know, the clouds will give us a little bit of some, you know, concealment. Yeah, we, we won't be able to see where we're going to land. It's kind of going to guesstimate. All right, hold on right here. Okay, so we moved the boat copter over there. Go that far. I got I got to map this out before we get concealed behind the clouds. All right, we got it. Be skilled. All right, swing the boat copter this way. Forward thrust. Forward thrusting oh, and yeah, get a little height. Break it to the clouds. Oh, uh, right. uh, and uh, Max turns himself around. So, oh, right, so everyone. Isn't it? Oh. Go ahead and open the door up. And since we're already concealed by the clouds, 
Throw the ropes over. Throwing the ropes uh, over. All right, everyone here. Oh, Throw the ropes over. Throwing them over. As the door swung open, revealing a dark abyss below, rain pelted the warriors as they faced the immense plunge. Max locked eyes with each team member, conveying unspoken confidence. Careful, careful with that one. Don't, don't, don't get him tangled. More. All right, all the ropes are down. Remember, precision and speed. We go in hot, and we get out. Okay. Let's do it then. Uh-huh. All right, go ahead. Uh, start on down. Uh, uh, Army, you want to lead the way? I'll lead the way. Uh, let's go. Let's do it. And one by one, they descended into the unknown, ropes slipping through gloved hands. The wind howled, drowning out any attempt at communication. The rangers and samurai warriors descended with a skillful expertise. As they neared the ground, the tension heightened. The mission's success depended on them. Okay, that's all of them. All right, uh, shut the door. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I already brought the ropes Come up. On. All right, Max. Uh, <laughs> I'm Max. You're a little worried, are you, Max? Sometimes I, sometimes I get like that. All right, yeah. sit down. Yeah. Yeah, I already got plenty of people on top. There's oh, security. Nice. Okay, Ophelia. Let's uh, get out of this area before we get seen. No problem. I found a nice little cozy spot over here. Yeah. Yeah, swing it around. Swing it around. Yeah, we wait for that player. Right. Uh-huh. Huh? What? What is that? Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, this? Yeah, that. What is that? Oh, this is hot, hot. Hot tea. I put it right here between us in this little mm. cup holder. Hot tea? <laughs> now you keep that to yourself. <laughs> oh, don't worry. It's oh. all mine. It's oh, really yeah. hot, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. Look, I see it steaming. And down below, amongst the soldiers of Akuma, one of the leaders had seen everything that happened and dispatched a platoon of soldiers, warriors, to go to the northeast entrance, a trail that leads up the side of the mountain that would lead right to the rangers. Max and Avillian seeing it. Oh, that ain't no good. That ain't no good. Okay, we're gonna have to come up with another plan. I see it. All right. All right. I'm thinking right now. What can we do? Catapults, Catapults. can hit us. Uh, archers everywhere. Hmm. All right, Max. I'm just gonna go over there and see what I can do. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Max, an idea is an idea. It's the only idea. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying. Ah. I'm just saying. Suddenly. Two smaller boat copters streak past them, their sleek designs revealing their hostile intent. <laughs> you saw that, Max? Yeah. You got eyes on. Uh, look, look on that side. I'm looking on this side. There, I saw two of them. I saw two of them as well. Uh, 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 Captain, we, we have company, and they're not good people. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, if you get a good shot, yeah. take it. All right, that's a good copy. <laughs> you know what? I got, I got an idea. These are smaller ones. We're not shaking them. That's that's uh, for sure. Uh, what are you doing? 
<laughs> if those cats want to fight, they mess with the wrong dog. Uh, uh, where are you going? Uh, you're putting the cats right behind us. I, I see a canyon somewhere in here. The bowcopter is large and heavy. <laughs> uh, that sounds like the description of Lug and Bash. Ah. But seriously though, uh, why would you put them right behind us and then put us in a tight situation? Well, Max, <laughs> easily explained. The wind that whips around the corners of some of these mountains and alleys We'll just throw those alley cats around like chew toys. They're coming in close. Uh, you see, that's why. Not now, Max. Hold on. And Aphelion brings the nose of the bowcopter down hard. They're coming in close. <laughs> <laughs> What's the fool? What's the fool? I'm slowing down. No, Max. Hold it right there. And Aphelion brings the bowcopter up level again and steadies it in the alley. Yeah. Uh, 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 right, all right, all right. Yeah. Now left, now left. Yeah. I can't watch. Okay, I I'll watch. And a boomer arrow slams right into the alley next to them. All right, left, left, left. Left. Uh, that was danger close. These things, are, they're not worth messing with. I don't, I don't know what to do. They're, they're moving too fast. Left again. Look, look. Just just hit them with every bone you got. Yeah. Loose at will. That's a good copy. And up on top of the bowcopter. Open strings. Let them have it! Bring them out of the sky! And friend and the other samurai warriors begin to launch and shoot every arrow they can. But to no avail. How's it, how's it looking up there? Captain wants to know. Not, not good. Uh, they're small and quick. Smoke! Smoke! Bank left! Bank left! And an explosion happens right next to them. Danger close. That was danger close. Uh, he said hold tight. Wind tunnel. All right, hold it tight. Oh, God. Wind. The bowcopter roared through the narrow valley, twisting and turning to evade the smaller, agile tomcats. Explosions echoed, and boomer arrows were launched. Max and Avillian skillfully maneuvered through the treacherous terrain, each turn intensifying the chase. And in the wind tunnel, friend grabs a hold of that calm. Uh, 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 good news, one of the cats have been euthanized. Uh, that's really good news, uh, but uh, Aphelion has something to say. Yeah, has anyone come close to skinning the other cat, though? The other one? Uh, we, uh, we broomed the cat plenty of times, but he's still on our leg down there in the bowcopter. Think. Think. Come on. Think. 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 Ow, 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 ow. Stop it. Ow. That actually stings. I've got an idea. Oh, Friend, is it possible? To aim straight up. Uh, uh, wait one. 
Uh, would you plan? Just, just hold on for a second. Now hold on. Uh, yes, it's possible. I can aim straight up. We all can. All right. At my word. Let it rain. Uh, you got it. <laughs> and Aphelion slowly looks at Max with a mischievous grin. Hey, it's that grin all about. Cats uh, hate water. <laughs> I'm going for the underdoggy. Ooh, the underdoggy. Alright, everyone hold on really tight. Alright, hold on. Do what you gotta do, Captain. <sighs> An affiliate pulls back hard on that bow copter. And the bow copter goes into a backflip. And right as they're upside down, and the tomcat is directly over their head, if you will, Ophelia grabs a hold of the comm. Alright! Let it rain! Let it rain! Greg and everyone else on top of the bowcopter bring the arrows down on top of that tomcat, sending it into the mountaintop. Uh, that did it! That did it! <laughs> I knew it would! Alright, you see, Max? You gotta pick your fights wisely! <sighs> Alright, now let's get out of this alley and go back. We gotta find that, that smoke. I'm sure they're, they're ready by now. Oh, yeah! And as they leave the alley, they begin to head back to get the other rangers and the samurai. Hard left! Huh? Hard left! Huh? And he hits a hard left. Where did he come from? I, I thought there was only two! Uh, I, um, he just joined the fight. Uh, this cat apparently has rabies. <laughs> And Ophelion grips the steering sticks tightly and hunches forward. A demon cat. <laughs> Save your arrows. Demon cats? Oh, they're the worst. Ophelion passes between two mountains. What are you doing? There's no more alley. Maybe I can get close to this mountain and, and he'll smash into it. Hold on. Hold on. He's and as they pass the through the mountain. He's preparing the launch. Smoke. Smoke. <laughs> An explosion occurs. <laughs> that was right on us. <laughs> oh, Dad, that must have hurt. My ears. <laughs> Danger close. We've got casualties, Captain. Yeah. <laughs> I can't shake this one, Max. I can't shake this one. I'm going left. I'm going right. Everything I do is uh -huh. right on our tail. What are you going to do? <laughs> Captain? Two injured and one critical. It's pretty bad up here. Captain, what are we going to do? 
He's loading another one. He's loading another one. Bring all the dogs inside the house. Huh? Just do it, Max. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, 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 everyone, get inside. Everyone, come in. Come, come, come. Down. Everyone, get in. I'm gonna try something. Okay. Something uh, I've done a long, uh, long time careful. ago. Watch it. Watch okay. Oh, oh, oh. And they bring everyone inside, including the injured. Tell everyone to buckle up. Uh, everyone, uh, strap yourselves into the seats. And Fred, you get all the way to the far back, open the window, and tell me everything, everything you see. Uh, you got it. Okay. We're all in! Alright, all I need to know. Now, Max. Yes? Do everything I say exactly when I say it. Aye, aye, Captain. I'm, I'm serious. Uh, I, I'm serious, too. I, that's why I said the aye, aye, Captain. That meant I'm serious, Captain. Alright, whatever, Max. Alright, you ready? Uh, whatever you tell me to do, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready. Okay. And they dodge a few more boomer arrows. <laughs> Everyone, put some blankets on. Right, everybody, put blankets on. Okay. We're putting blankets on. Get the blankets. Put them on. Okay, Max. Here we go. Quiet, Max. Just calm down. Okay. Ready? Yeah, whatever you say, I'm ready. Stall the thrust. Stalling the thrust. Now reverse the thrust. Reversing the thrust. And this allows Aphelion to point the nose of the boat copter almost straight up. Forward thrust! Forward thrust! And right then the demon cat jets right past the boat copter oh. underneath, buying them some time to get some speed and some elevation. Oh. <laughs> All right, friend, what do you see? Uh, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the alley cat, uh, the tall cat, he, he's aligned himself with us, uh, and he's climbing up the tree right behind us as well. What are you going to do? All right. He can climb all he wants. But what that demon cat does not know is that this bird's got wings, and I can fly higher than he can jump. Uh, that's poetical. I like that. Come <laughs> on. And Aphelion gets a little bit of turbulence in the air as he climbs higher and higher, spilling that hot tea all over his lap. Blow on it, blow on it. Ow, see that crazy hot mess? I'm sure that demon can't have something to do with it. There's demon powers. Oh, trying to stop me. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he was trying to stop you. It was not my fault at all, nor was it the incline that we are at in this bow copter heading up and, and how it was almost full anyway. Quiet, uh, how much? How much further are we going to go? Hold on, Max. It's getting cold. The boat copter ascended into the vast expanse of the sky, climbing higher with each passing moment. 
as it soared to new heights. The air grew thinner, and a chill settled within the cabin. Feeling the temperature drop, and the atmosphere inside the boat copter transform, Max and Ophelian exchanged glances. <laughs> Bross began to creep along the edges of the windows. The cold seeped through the metal frame, and also amongst all the wood. And the once warm interior now echoed with the hushed whispers of frozen air, breath visible in the frigid atmosphere. Max and Ophelian tightened their jackets, adapting to the unexpected change. Everyone, get, 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 get a little tighter under your blankets. The expansive view from the window revealed a breathtaking panorama of clouds and distant landscapes far below. The boat copter continued its ascent, piercing through layers of the atmosphere. Despite the challenging conditions, a sense of awe permitted the cabin as everyone on board witnessed the stark beauty of the upper reaches of the sky. Inside the boat copter, the crew could see their breath in fleeting clouds, a visual temperature to the extreme altitudes they had achieved. The ice encroaching on the windows added an element of surreal beauty, transforming the vessel into a celestial cocoon navigating the heavens. As the boat copter pressed further into the refrigerated air, the crew braved the bitter cold, determined to reach their destination amidst the frozen wonders of the sky. I'm back in the back with friend. Uh, 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 Captain, he's getting close enough to hit us with one of those boomer arrows. Oh, just a little higher. A little higher. How much higher are we going to go? I could barely open my mouth to, to talk, to, to say anything, to lick my lips. Don't lick your lips. You'll stick your tongue to him. And on the smaller boat copter, the enemy, he lines himself up with the boat copter. He has a boomer arrow ready and reaching for that gear that launches the arrow. His hand is so frozen he can barely move it. And the air is so thin he can barely breathe. And he just grabs hold of it. As he does, his eyes roll into the back of his head, and he passes out and stops the propellers from moving, causing him to fall backwards in a free fall, tumbling through the earth. And Fred on board witnesses it in the back. Hey, 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 uh, 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 he, he's, he's gone, he, he fell. That's wonderful! Now to go down! Let's go back, Max! Let's go! It's so beautiful out here, isn't it? It really is beautiful. Look at all the clothes there. Look at the beautiful stars! This is nice! I would love to be on one of those! 
Yeah. Hey, well, we know we still got the moon. Look at the moon. Look at the silliest snow. It looks so beautiful. <laughs> Let's go back. Go on down now. Go on down. Go on down. <laughs> Armor, along with the medieval rangers and the samurai, had destroyed all the catapults, but were met at the very end by two dozen Akuma warriors. The Akuma warriors had pushed them back into a shallow cave, and there they held them. And Armor, along with the two rangers, clad in the worn torn armor, stood shoulder to shoulder with stoic samurai in the shallow cave. The ominous two dozen Akuma warriors advanced, their eyes ablaze with a menacing glow. Arrows whistled through the air as the samurai expertly wielded their bow, creating a makeshift barrier of deadly precision. Armor, brandishing his sword, ready to defend against the impending assault, the cave echoed with the clash of steel and the occasional roar of the enemy. Uh, I released that red uh, smoke. I don't know where Affilian is. I don't know either. It, it should be here by now. I mean, it's not too dark, I guess. Oh, oh. Anything over there? Keep, just keep them down. How, how are you doing on arrows? Oh, I'm doing okay. I picked up a few of the enemy's arrows as well. Uh, th there's so many of them, I think they're getting reinforcements. Okay. Uh, An armor peeking over a rock. Yeah, you're right. I think they are too. They're, they're forming a line. Uh, we I don't know how much longer we can keep this up. An armor, and along with the rangers, are looking in the sky for any hope of their salvation. Just keep launching arrows and using their arrows against them. That's a good copy. Using arrows against. Oh, wow. Can't keep this up. They should be here any minute now. What is taking them so long? And a few of the soldiers, a few of the samurai warriors, are stricken by the arrows and they lay helpless on the ground. Oh, come on, Aphelion. Where are you? Whoa. And as the tension reached its peak. A sudden symphony of arrows descended from the sky, disrupting the advance of the Akuma warriors. Look! The malicious horde falters, giving the defenders a momentary respite. Reinforcements above! Yeah, that's it, that's it, affiliate. Bring them down, bring all these people down. Yes! The bowcopter descended with a thunderous roar, its blade slicing through the air. Ropes drop, and the team of skilled archers on board unleash a barrage of arrows, driving the Akuma back. Okay. All right, everyone, go, go. Move, move quickly, move quickly. The door opening up. Move, 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 move. And armor grabbing a hold of the rope. Go, up, up, up. Everyone, up, up. Everyone, go, up, up, up. And they climbing up as quick as they can. And the samurai warriors are light on their feet and very agile. The rope is nothing to them. Keep going. Right, last one, last one. An armor looking over at the deceased, giving a nod of respect. Grabs a hold of the rope, fastens his leg around it, 
holds himself tight, gives a nod. All right, take me up, take me up. Let's go, let's All right, go. Billy, take it up. Take it up. Just like that, they ascend into the clouds, carrying away armor on the rope. Hanging from the rope, armor surveyed the quiet before the storm, a tableau of warriors lining up. The air was thick. The bowcopter glided gracefully overhead, casting a fleeting shadow on the landscape below. In that suspended moment, armor's gaze penetrated the stillness, foreseeing the immense clash that awaited a profound contemplation seized his thoughts as he pondered the delicate balance between order and impending chaos. As he dangled between the heavens and the impending battlefield, Armor recognized a profound symmetry in the warrior's formation, a meticulous choreography before the symphony of war. The landscape below resembled a canvas yet to be painted with the strokes of conflict. And he found himself caught in the delicate equilibrium of contemplation. The bowcopter's blades whispered a prelude to the impending tumult. Armor, caught in the quiet before the storm, mused upon the beauty that rested in the fragile moments before the clash of steel and the eruption of battle. At the pinnacle of the tower, Johnny reached the soaking wet platform. Raindrops drumming against his armor. He had lost his shield moments ago at the fall. Therefore, in this battle, he would have to be all the more cautious. There you are. The Emperor stood with his back turned, overlooking the kingdom below. And as Johnny approached, the Emperor slowly turned around, revealing a smile that sent shivers down Johnny's spine. Johnny strengthening himself, and with a swift motion, he drew the Sword of Numa, its blade radiating a shimmering glow that cut through the dreary rain. The clash of thunder echoed as they locked eyes, the tension thick in the air. In unison, they charged at each other, rain-soaked cloaks blowing in the wind. The Sword of Numa met the Emperor's dark spear, creating sparks that danced in the storm. Their battle unfolded, a symphony of clashes and strikes, as Johnny fought to overcome the Emperor's sinister prowess. The rain intensified, reflecting the intensity of their duel the duel of this destiny. 
And that's the end of that chapter.